Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, guys, and welcome back to the Rookie CEO Podcast. I'm Grace Watkins. I'm the CEO of Click Management, our gaming and digital media business. Rookie CEO reflects the real-time learnings of a 20-something-year-old trying to grow a business for the very first time. My public sharing out loud of the highs and lows of what that entails And I hope that you guys can gain something from it as well. Today, I'm taking it back to about six months ago when my business partner, Emma, linked me to an Instagram post that was about minimizing language that women use. And before this post, I don't think it had ever really occurred to me actively how much I use the word just. Before this, I don't think I'd ever actively considered how much I use the word just. But upon reflection, I realized it was probably a bad habit I'd been in since literally the first day of my career when I was working as a grad at PwC. I think it probably stemmed from a feeling of insecurity and maybe I was feeling insecure about my job or my position or my age or just generally insecure, which wouldn't be an uncommon thing for anyone, I think, in their 20s when they're, you know, at the start of their careers. But I developed a habit of somehow feeling a need to consistently justify anything I was saying or asking in email correspondence generally with the word just. I would say things like, hey, I just wanted to ask or just checking in or just seeing if you'd been able to do this thing for me. And I realized after Emma had sent me that post, how much of an impact that was having and how just really is quite a subordinate word to use. And I think there's two main impacts that that has. Firstly, it implies that you need permission from the other person to ask for something or that the other person is in control of what you're asking for. It's a word that really minimizes whatever follows. And somehow I got it in my head that adding a little just in the word somehow made whatever request I had smaller, easier to handle, more palatable, friendlier, and less of an inconvenience generally to whoever I was emailing. Basically, just can be another word for sorry. So I read the post, I realized that what I was doing probably could be improved a little bit, and I decided that I was gonna stop saying just as much. And it was kind of funny what happened in the weeks and months after that. I would type an email and then reread it, find myself going back, backspacing the word just, and rereading the sentence again, and suddenly having this anxiety that whatever I was saying suddenly felt too aggressive or too intense or too tough or mean, basically everything that women are conditioned not to be. And I say women, I think it's probably an issue that affects women more, but I think it's probably happening to young men all the time as well. And it's funny, so I would backspace the word just, and then I would find myself doing something like adding an exclamation point to the end of the sentence because I thought, oh, that makes me sound a little bit more friendly. I didn't want to make them feel like I was being too aggressive. And I would do things like, yeah, adding an exclamation point or a smiley face or something like that, just to let them know that like, hey, I'm not actually mad or, you know, 
being too demanding right now. But a real world impact that I did recognize was over time as I started to remove the word just, and sometimes I would start to remove the exclamation points as well. I felt as though people responded to my queries or questions with a little bit more urgency because I sounded a little bit more urgent. And I realized that people weren't immediately going to jump to the conclusion that I was being mean, just as if someone sent me an email that was asking for something that was totally reasonable, I wouldn't think that they were being mean either. The second impact that I think just can have is that it minimizes the effort that you've put into something or it minimizes the effort that something requires if you're asking from someone else. It puts a dampener on gaining recognition for the effort that you've put into something. And this is something that I struggled with a lot over the last year or two, where I felt as though because my job is in a service role, the most important thing was for me to just get the job done and not actually communicate how much effort or time was being put into that. And I always thought that that was me doing my job. And after a few experiences, I realized that actually it's super important to communicate the effort and work that goes into something. Because if you're in a service-based role, it's really important that the other people understand what it takes for you to get that job done. And if you're saying, hey, um, yeah, no worries. Like I just did this, or I just completed this, or I was just able to fix this problem. It diminishes how much effort might've actually gone into making that happen. And it suddenly minimizes your role that you played, even if actually a lot of effort went into that. And it wasn't just getting that thing done. It was, you know, you had to really think about it and problem solve and then put the work in to make it possible. On that point, if you're in a leadership position and you're asking people to do something, it's really important to also reflect on how that might make the other person feel. So if I'm saying, hey, can you just help me with this little thing? Or like, hey, could you just get this done for me? And the task maybe isn't actually a super small task and it might take them a fair bit of time. Then if I'm saying, hey, can you just help me with this little thing? Or can you just do this? It when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Minimizes it. It makes it feel as though that task is small and easy to complete, even if maybe it's not. And I would never want to ask someone something that maybe actually does take a lot of work and make them feel as though it shouldn't. And that is something that literally only in the last six months, I think I've started to be more cognizant of. There are other qualifiers that I think fall into the bucket of the purpose that the word just uses. I think it's not just about the word just. There's a few phrases um, that can have that same effect. One of them I think is using the word actually. I realized I would often say, actually, I think this, or hey, I actually just think that maybe this is something else. And I realized that saying the word actually implies that you're surprised that you might have a contrary opinion or you're surprised that you might have a question. And, um, and I think that's just sort of unnecessary. You don't need to do it. Another phrase that I would do all the time and I still find myself doing all the time is saying things like, I'm not an expert, but, or 
I'm probably totally off the mark on this or I'm probably totally wrong on this, but what do you think about this? And I think while there can be a time and a place for recognizing your level of knowledge compared to other people, you generally don't need to do it as much as you might feel inclined to do it. And I think by saying things like, hey, I'm not an expert, but it just immediately diminishes your own perspective and it sort of discounts your opinion before you've even said it. And I think I would do it as a thing where I wanted to be modest or I didn't want to imply that I might know more about something than someone else. But actually, there are times when I would say that even though I probably had a really good understanding of the situation, I actually did have an appreciation for what we were talking about or my opinion was valid, but I was automatically invalidating it by putting out those sort of statements. And then the last phrase that I wanted to touch on that I think also serves the purpose of that minimizing language is saying, does this make sense at the end of a sentence? I I still do this all the time. I'll say something, I'll be like, does that make sense? And I think initially it probably came from a desire to make sure the other person felt okay and felt like, um, you know, I was checking in with them. It was, it was like a consideration thing, but I think you just need to be careful in the way that you do it. Because sometimes I think if I was saying, does that make sense? And it wasn't actually a complicated thing to understand it can come across as either patronizing to the person that you're saying it to, like implying that perhaps they couldn't understand this simple concept, or it is sort of not doing a very good job for what you were saying. And it implies that, oh, I know I was probably incoherent. Do do you even understand what I'm talking about? You know what I mean? Oh, even saying, you know what I mean? It, It serves the same purpose as does that make sense? Like these are habits in my language that I still find very, very difficult to get rid of. So I'm saying this absolutely is a real-time learning because still in my emails, I probably say just like 20 times a day. That said, I think it's really interesting to think about a counter opinion to this. And I've read a couple articles recently that actually say maybe we should push back on telling, you know, particularly women not to say the word just. And there is so much pressure in the workplace now to conform to inherently male characteristics that people associate with leadership, whether that being a little bit more aggressive or assertive, qualities that just inherently come more naturally to men than women. And I think it's really, really important to consider when we're looking at leadership qualities, how much of that is potentially gendered and do we associate being a good leader with being aggressive or assertive or those sort of qualities just because that's the way it always has been because typically there has been more male leadership in the past and I think that's a really important thing to think about and I think that I would absolutely push back on that I think there are some qualities in women that are inherently more female that can make for amazing leaders, whether that be being more naturally empathetic or having a higher EQ, those sorts of things. So I think with that in mind, you know, we shouldn't be wanting to make people second guess the way that they communicate or express themselves in the workplace all the time. Certainly like if I was um, speaking out loud, I would hate to spend hours a day questioning if what I said came across in a more assertive way. And I think there's absolutely a tendency for your written communications to reflect how you are in real life. And at the end of the day, like I am a pretty friendly person. I do want to make sure other people feel good and feel comfortable and don't feel like I'm being too aggressive. And and therefore maybe that's where some of the use of the word just and those other phrases can come in to, to play a part. So that's my thoughts for this week's episode of Rookie CEO. I would love to hear what you guys think in the comments if you're listening on 
on YouTube or you can leave a comment if you're listening on Apple Podcasts in the reviews and we can chat about it a little bit more, whether or not you think we should stop saying the word just or whether or not it's totally fine. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode and I will see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.